is decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? <laughs> the car sped down the road, the V8 Ford being pushed to its limits. Trees blurred together and the wind roared against the car. Bonnie's heart seemed to be racing the motor vehicle, but it wasn't from fear or nerves. No, her adrenaline had sent her on a high. What are you laughing at, sugar? said Clyde as he spared her a brief glance. The grin on his face sent a thrill through her. Oh, how she loved that stupid grin, despite the few crooked teeth. Oh, nothing, she scoffed. I was just thinking about those goons chasing us. The past few days had been a whirlwind. Bonnie had lost friends and her leg was the definition of a bad injury. But she was alive, alive and with the love of her life. What more could a girl ask for? The road was plain and straight, boring, but it allowed Clyde to turn to her while he spoke, his eyebrows raised. What's so special about those goons that it would steal your precious thoughts away from me? Well, there were some really handsome ones back at the last bank. She teased and the car swerved slightly. Bonnie threw back her head out and let out a laugh. Oh my dear Clyde, no one could ever take you away from me. Clyde took one hand off the steering wheel and knitted a hand in his before bringing it to his lips and placing a soft kiss on her knuckle. Bonnie didn't care that the whole country was looking for her. She just wished that one of her stupid friends had survived to drive the car so she could be in the back in Clyde's arms. The world is ours for the taking, dollface, said Clyde, his focus back on the road, but his hands still entwined in hers. We can go wherever you desire. Bonnie's smile grew. When she was with Clyde, she felt unstoppable. No, together they were unstoppable, and the world would know it. I want to see Europe, she said. And I feel like a new challenge. Bonnie knew the ordinary person would get away and lie low, live out the rest of their days. But Bonnie wasn't an ordinary person, and neither was Clyde. No, they were Bonnie and Clyde, the star-crossed lovers who would do it all. Not to mention the thrill of the heist was one of the best feelings in the world. Besides the feeling she got every time Clyde spared her a glance, and she wasn't about to give up either. To Europe, said Clyde. To new adventures. The road began to curve and soon the couple found themselves rounding a corner and the street no longer stood empty as down the road another Ford V8 stood. Bonnie didn't have to think twice to know that something was off and it seemed neither did Clyde. Sugar? Said Clyde as the car began to slow. He looked over once again, his hand tightening around hers. I want you to jump out and run. Bonnie knew the odds were against them but there was no way she was leaving Clyde. Bonnie leaned over and placed a kiss on his cheek before saying, I'll never leave your side, my dear Clyde. I'll ride till I die. The car continued to slow, but before Bonnie could reach back and grab a weapon, the shots began. Welcome to Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Danny. And I am Nolzi Lee. And this week, if you haven't caught on already, why haven't you? We are speaking about Bunny and yeah, Clyde. I mean, we didn't give you a title. We didn't just give you a whole story. I mean, a whole Bunny and Clyde. And again, general knowledge you should know. Bunny and Clyde. Or just have heard the name. Bunny and Clyde. Bunny and Clyde. Bunny and Clyde were an American criminal couple who traveled the central United States with a gang during the Great Depression. I mean, how more epic can you get? Right? I mean, like what? Like... 
screw Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Let's have what they have. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. We don't want to be criminals. But it's still really cool. Okay. So we had Bonnie Elizabeth Parker and Clyde Chestnut Barrow. I, I think he was angry because his parents named him Chestnut. <laughs> That's why I started crying. Because <laughs> it's like, who did we say? OJ, Orange Juice. What yeah. was his name? I can't remember. I can't, but it's the same thing. Chestnut. Chestnut? Oh, my little chestnut. (laughs) Please, people, when you name your future children, (laughs) please choose decent names. Especially if they're going to be criminals. Exactly. Okay, which you wouldn't know, but like all the criminals have funny names. Can (laughs) we please just tone it down? But let's look at their rise to fame. Okay. And because before this, they weren't really well known. They were just just a a couple couple of people playing around, all that kind of stuff. But in April 1933, they were in their gang and they were basically just having the time of their lives. They were were liquor and smoking cigarettes and playing card games and gambling. And obviously, their neighbors were not happy. And one of their neighbors was like, enough is enough. And he went to the police and the police came. Now, you see that from the stories they had heard, the police thought this must be like a bootlegging operation. So... They came prepared. Because also this was a prohibition. Remember, yeah. if you don't know what that is, go listen to our show on gangsters. Go. If you haven't listened to it, why not? But go. Can I just say Bonnie was a bit of a hypocrite though? Why? She was married before she met Clyde. We'll get there. Okay. It is a, she... it, we get there. Mm-hmm. Bonnie. But so five um, policemen showed up and they were like, come out with your hands up. Did they? No, that's not Bonnie and Clyde's nope. style. So they opened fire. Them and the gang. Oh, and before we actually move forward, let's look at the members of the gang. There were five. There was yeah. Bonnie, Clyde, Bucks, Buck Barrow, which was Clyde's brother, his wife, Blanche, yeah. and then a friend, W.D. Jones. And I watched a video and they were like, he must have been such a fifth wheel. And I was He was, because <laughs> it's like couples, couples, and then you. So what do you Shame, man. Like, did you not have a girlfriend? Were you lonely? Like, come on, pull up your socks and... Jack up your game. Anyway, they open fired. I think WD, he got shot in the shoulder. They killed a, a policeman and they injured another one. Yeah. And they got away. But do you know what happened with Blanche? Her dog ran down the road. So instead of getting in the vehicle, she ran after the dog snowball. At least she loved the dog. The dog got away and she got in the vehicle anyway. So she wasted time. Yeah, but like she showed that she loved the dog. True, but snowball. But you, you should have named your dog flying. Bullets <laughs> are flying, and you are going after your dog. I think this is. It just shows how much these people were into crime, or were in crime. Because for us, if bullets are flying, we duck. They just like no, my dog. <laughs> Run! <laughs> and nothing else is happening. <laughs> snowball is like no, I'm tired of you and your guns. <laughs> snowball is like peace out, I'm gone. Anyway, they disappeared in a car full of weapons. Now, that wasn't the reason they became famous. It was what they left behind. Bonnie was kind of like an amateur photographer. Yeah. And she also had this dream of being the star on the silver screen. Yeah. So she often used to write like screenplays and poems. And we actually got a piece of her poem called Story of Suicide Cell that said, I left my ho- old home. For the city to play in its mad, dizzy world, not knowing how little of pity it holds for a country girl. And on her camera, they had these two photos. And these poems and photos were 
put in every newspaper. Yeah. They were everywhere. Yeah. And there was one photo of her standing in all black and she was holding a, a gun to Clyde's stomach. And another one where she was um, next to like a really big car with like a cigar in yeah. her mouth. Now, why this was so important is because, first of all, we are in the age of the Great Depression. Things ain't great. Yeah. Okay. You also have to remember at said time, women didn't have many rights. Not at all. (laughs) So when you see these pictures of this couple taking life in their own hands and kind of being like, because they they literally said it was like, screw Uncle Sam. Yeah. Uncle Sam is the personification of America, America, for those who don't know. People were like, yes, go Bonnie and Clyde. They literally romanticized crime. And this was obviously a problem. Yeah. I know we kind of do that. No. Sometimes we might seem like we do that, but we don't try. <laughs> These people literally romanticize crime. They they were rooting for Bonnie and Clyde yeah. rather than the cops. And they were just seen as these poor folks who had taken what life had given them and they didn't care about anyone. But I think that's the case until they rob you. Now it's not... Well, th- we'll see why the perspective changes yeah. later on. But let's look at their early life because, you know, those often affect people's personalities and psych mental states. Yeah. <laughs> so Clyde had six brothers. They grew up living under a wagon. So my man's didn't have a happy childhood and then he like moved to the slums and then his brothers started stealing cars and robbing banks and he then ended up in like nice suits and driving fancy cars. So Clyde was like, I want to... This is where the action. money is. <laughs> and that's where he started his life as a criminal. However, with Bonnie, Bonnie actually got married at the age of 15 and then, unfortunately, her husband was kind of like a crook and cheat. So she left him and he then died later on trying to escape from prison. Yeah. Um, they then met when Clyde was 19 and fell romantically in love. love star-crossed lovers, um, as we say. And they weren't together for long because Clyde got himself arrested. Well done. But, Hypocrite okay, can we, can we just talk about this? Okay. Bonnie found a way to sneak a weapon into the prison so Clyde could escape. If my future husband didn't sneak into a prison with a weapon for me, why am I marrying you? I'm just saying. Can I just say Bonnie could do that for Clyde? Oh, no, I wouldn't but end she up didn't in... do that for her husband. I wouldn't end up in prison because I wouldn't get caught. But if... By some chance. By some chance. If he ain't willing to bring me my escape material... I don't think it would work now though. He'd find a way. Back then, the prison systems. That is also true. But as for the first husband, I mean, he was so much older than her. She was 15. She didn't love him. She loved Clyde. Love is a very big motive. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, okay, you're going to die in prison while I save him. And I'll save you. (laughs) Everyone wins. (laughs) Anyway, he got out and then was recaptured. Great, Clyde. Such good criminal. All right. And basically what happened was he was, at that time, again, prison was not meant for rehabilitation. It was yeah. meant to break a person. He would work cool hours and his cellmate bullied and sexually abused him. So my man's, he didn't want to be there. Yeah. He didn't want to be there. He was having, he wasn't, it wasn't a great time. And he actually um, got revenge on the cellmate by one day um, luring, luring him into the bathroom and nearly taking his head off with a pipe he even cut two of his own toes off so he wouldn't have to work the grueling hours in the sun. Oh, my word. But his mom actually got him out of prison. Go, moms. Shout out. Why? 
And he was reunited Where with was the love Bonnie? of his life. Missing two toes. See, I don't like feet. Ew. Okay. This would just be more of an excuse to make sure you wore socks. I just like, I don't want to see your feet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. That's crazy. And they continued their life of crime. I feel yeah. like she ran the couple. Yeah, I feel like because he, he he very much snapped in the second time in prison. You know the way yeah. those people they just snap. Yeah, he snapped. Last the what's the the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah, that that's what happened in that prison. And I mean, if you again, I've brought up the show before. It's called Timeless. One episode they did a Bonnie and Clyde episode. And the way they portray how mentally insane these people were. It's yeah. the people who have no regard for their life. Yeah. They have no regard for other people's lives. They just in it for the fun. But you can see from her films that she was very depressed uh, as well. Yeah, on the on the inside, but on the outside, it's yeah, woo, it was like, let's woo. go. <laughs> let's kill people. <laughs> let's rob a bank. Come on, guys. <laughs> Where's your energy? <laughs> So they began their life of crime by committing robberies, mainly gas stations and regular stores. And then Clyde's goal was to get back. Yeah, he at was like, "I'm going to get back at this prison. They wanted to break me, and I'm going to break them. An eye for an eye, kind of thing." And Bonnie is on the side, like, "I just want to be famous." <laughs> well, Bonnie got arrested. Yeah, and in prison, she wrote poems about how much she loved Clyde. Shame. She really did love him. She did love him. I think that you're yeah, shame. Except she still wore her wedding ring. Till the day she died, she wore her wedding ring. And it wasn't the wedding ring from... Because Clyde and her never got married. Do you think he was like, I re-proposed to you with the same ring your ex-husband gave you? Oh, no. That is when I leave a man. Uh-oh. <laughs> what is that? Like, wait, take it off, take it off. Let me put it back. <laughs> Where is the... Oh, no. Especially when you are robbing banks. I was about because they were broke but then they know no, no. you're not broke you so what was the excuse you have money go use that money and I can't say and she's still a nice ring the ex-husband because he did she, she obviously him in didn't prison to die she obviously did not love the ex-husband we know that because she didn't she didn't help him escape yeah I mean she put in the effort for Clyde wait what? what is your excuse because <laughs> like I'd ask that question why is your ring still on your finger no, but no, but I'm pretty sure. Okay, you but also like in that day, those days, divorce was also not a thing, eh? Yeah. So he just accepted. Maybe that the he... husband hadn't died yet. I don't know what date the husband died. Yeah. So she couldn't divorce him, and I don't know. People like we said, the mafia goes to church every Sunday. Yeah. Maybe it's just some ethical code that we'll we'll sell drugs, but we go to church on Sunday. We'll rob banks, but we can't break the marriage law. Like. So that makes sense. Okay, but they they, they like together, so technically like. it's still broken. <laughs> still... <laughs> but but a priest wouldn't have been able to officiate the wedding. Yeah, because she's still married. He probably was just like keep that ring then on your finger. Your Me and name. you are now married. Fake your name. Yeah, you guys are Bonnie and Clyde. What is it actually? Can I just say to Bonnie and Clyde's parents, thank you so much for naming them individually obviously bonnie and clyde because i don't think you would have worked with anyone else's names true do you know my dog's name was bonnie once oh she's not alive anymore but we loved her um Shame. and basically yeah like we said while bonnie was in prison clyde kept on with his robberies enjoying life but this is when they started to go downhill and the reason things went downhill is because they killed quite a couple of 
people. Yeah. So you see, I f- I feel like when they were just stealing the the the. I oh wait, I thought of this. It, you, there's a a song, and in the song it goes, "The bank robbed the people, so the people robbed the bank." So yeah. I th- feel like in that time, the people were like, yes, "Yes, take back from America because we're living in this depression, all that kind of stuff." But when you start leaving bodies, then they're like, "Oh, no." But also, that is that is, and they killed quite weird, a couple of people because they weren't Robin Hood, so they weren't taking from the bank and killing the people. Yeah, but it still showed that someone yeah. could beat the system. Yeah, that's the whole again. That's the ideal behind it, rather than the action. Yeah, and they are they they basically if you got in their way, you were shot dead. End of story. Good luck. And they also always got away because their car just was much faster. That's what literally research said is that they, their car had much more horsepower than police cars at that time. And they were they had robbed the National Guard armories. So they were very locked and loaded, ready yeah. to go. Yeah. So they were dangerous. I mean, they weren't someone to mess around with, I think. A gang of five people. Especially a gang of five people. What could you do with a gang of five people? I'd take over the world. I'm just saying. With four other people. With four other people. And then I'd kill the other four so I could rule the world. No, I'm joking. Okay, don't join her gang. I won't kill you. I'll just <laughs> hand you over to the FBI and they'll probably burn you and you'll get lost in the file room. <laughs> <laughs> so FBI, please don't come in. after me. I'm so I'll sorry. <laughs> Shame, we really would be the world's most horrible bosses. <laughs> <laughs> And basically, things started to decline for them. And the, the start of the decline was when they were in a really bad accident. And Bonnie really hurt her leg. Yeah. Like, serious burns. Yeah. Like, life and death situations. Yeah. So, they went to a town. They then um, took captive a marshal and the sheriff. And they then attempted to rob a bank so they could get provisions and medicines. But they killed someone, so they had to flee, and they went to another town, and they boarded up their windows with newspaper, and Bonnie was resting, and Clyde and them all went out to get medicine. But already, the hotel people were like, this is fishy, and the people at the pharmacies were also like, no. So they called the cops, and the cops kind of realized who they were dealing with. Yeah. So they... um, they bought armored cars and machine guns and they're like, no, we, we're getting these people Do now. you go as a cop? Like, it's Bonnie and Clyde, guys. We've just caught Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, wait, I've got, I've got that, that, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to take them on? That's the question. That is the question. And where, what happened was actually Buck's skull, half his skull got shot off. Yeah. Um, glass shattered in Blanche's eye, almost blinding her. So three members of the team are now critically wounded. Yeah. But they all got away. Yeah. And they managed to escape to an amusement park where they, lay, they laid low for a little bit till the cops found them. And this time only Bonnie Clyde and W. What is the word? What is W? <laughs> what is that? What letter in the English language? W. That's my new letter, right? Yeah. W. That's okay. the guy's name. W. D. Jones was. Um, they escaped, and Blanche was arrested, and Buck was killed, and then later on they separated ways, and he was actually arrested later on. Luckily, and he didn't die. Yeah, shame. He actually didn't die. Mm. Well, eventually, I'm sure he has. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably dead now. But not like that. <gasps> Imagine being able to tell the Bonnie and Clyde story. For reals. 
Why is my life so boring? <laughs> okay. So then in January 1934, he t- decided it's revenge time and he actually broke out several people from the prison he was in. So he also did a prison escape, yeah. okay? And then, now, the Texas Department of Corrections were getting very angry because even in that breakout, the mayor was killed. Yeah. So they were like, uh, no. So they put this huge task force together and they're like, we're going on this huge manhunt. We have to bring Bonnie and Clyde in, okay? Yeah. Like, enough is enough. The Barrow Gang picked up a new member called Henry Methvin. And again, they killed two people, policemen. Okay, and by now, people they were, were really bad in the public eyes, yeah. but the, they wanted to make it worse. And they actually said in a newspaper that Bonnie stood laughing at the dead policeman's body. When in fact, she was literally fighting for her life in the backseat yeah. because of her leg. She didn't even shoot him. But it kind of then was like, oh, no, we're not going to support yeah. him. Now they were completely um, disregarded in the public eye. And um, Methvin got arrested. Again, Bonnie and Clyde seem to be the only yeah, ones. Yeah, that were after that time they were like, we're never going back no. to prison again. No. And basically, on the twenty third of May, they set up a blockade on the Louisiana State Highway, and they were literally armed to the teeth, and they were waiting in bushes. And what they did is they put um, Methvin in the car, a broken down V eight Ford, on the road because obviously, if Bonnie and Clyde drove past, they would have been like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Yeah, and they would have slowed down. So obviously Bonnie and Clyde came down the road and as they started to slow down, the cops opened fire. It said that by the time the car actually came to where the cops were standing, the cops had emptied out all their guns. That's how many bullets had been fired. They found 17 bullets in Clyde and 26 in Bonnie. Why did she take more? Was she like trying to jump in front of Clyde or something? That's a lot of bullets. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you see pictures of the car, it just... It's very holy. Yeah. If you know what we're saying. (laughs) And the cops found weapons dashed in the back. And it was... That was the death of Bonnie. And honestly, it was quiet. I think the guy was like, bring them in, dead or alive. But mostly dead. But bring them in. uh, Yeah, I think they probably had a kill on them. I don't... That many bullets made you not shooting to bring them in alive. No, you are shooting to kill these people. But that's the thing. They living on this high. They don't care what happens to them. So if they hadn't been... If they weren't shooting to kill... Bonnie and Clyde probably would have taken all of them out. Yeah. That's the problem. And they actually... They were asked to be buried together. The parent... The family said no. Rude. Just saying. Yeah, Uh, that broke my heart when I heard that part. I was like... Just... Put them, and then I thought, but they're not in those bodies anymore. But I was like, still, we okay. could have put them and next to each other. And you can actually go see the car in Nevada, and it's still got the bullet holes and the blood stain on the seats. So you can go see it. In, That's disgusting. In Whiskey Pete's Casino in Prim, if anyone is interested, I would love to actually see that. I would love to see it, but I, mm, I wouldn't want to see the blood stain seats. Can you imagine how much blood that was, though? 26 26 bullets bullets. in her, 17 in him. So, there has been a modern version of Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Yeah. Their parents didn't name them. (laughs) Emmanuel and Cara Williams. Okay, I love the the name Emmanuel because it means God with us. But But not for a criminal. Not for a criminal. Emmanuel and Cara Williams. They robbed 15 banks in... Florida and Alabama in 
from December 2012 to October 2013. Um, they were arrested in their timber homes. And if you look on security cameras, the guy would always wear long sleeve shirts and hide his scar on his left hand with tape or gloves. And the woman would always pass along this note that said, I have a gun, so be quiet and fast and no one gets hurt. Hand me all your 20s, 100s and 50s. Be fast and no alarms. All together, they stole $54,000. I don't know now, if you realized when she was telling Bonnie and Clyde, she was like, and then, and then she told the story and she's like, and then. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I don't think this is a modern, this is a disgrace to call it a modern version of Bonnie and Clyde. Emmanuel and Cara. No, no, no. Can I just tell you? <laughs> First of all, when you hear Bonnie and Clyde, you know Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. What is this? Who has ever heard of Williams? <laughs> they robbed 15 banks. Did they break, no, did they break people out of prison? Did Cora break Emmanuel out of prison? No. Did they race cars and be fostered in the police? No. Did they chase after a dog on the road? She wrote no. a note. Do I care? No, I'm so sorry. If you're going to rob no. a bank, please be epic. You can't write a note saying, shut up, I've got a gun. Did they die in an epic death? No. This is not a modern day version Okay, let's go life. kill them. Then this maybe they'll be... a sad attempt and it failed. Don't be... Don't 15 be like banks. With a note. That That is admirable. I could do that. <laughs> 15 myself. banks with a note. Sorry, guys, I'm trying to stick up for you. Your names are not helping, though. <laughs> you can't see. You really could think that they are the modern version of Bonnie and Clyde. No, Honestly, look at me and tell me that they are the modern version of nah, Bonnie and I'm Clyde. No, I'm just trying to help them. Plus, it was 2012. Guys, the aesthetic of the 1930s versus 2012 is very different and very... And only 54,000 in 2012. Exactly. You, uh, you robbed 15 banks and only got 54,000. Yeah, do the math. I'm literally doing the math because I'm trying to figure out if... If these people were really modern day or if they were just playing with us. Because why would you rob 15 banks and only get 54,000 rand out of it? Which means that each bank you stole 3,600. Disgrace. Okay, I'll put that into rands. Let's pretend for a second that the trade value is 14 rand. Because it's always 14 rand something. So 50,400 at each bank. Disgrace. You're not a modern day version of Bonnie and Clyde. You might have been a couple. I'll give you that. <laughs> Were you star-crossed lovers? Hell no. No. Don't they stole 756,000 rands. That's in rands. 54,000. No, so not even a mil. You're sad. Yeah, they didn't even get You're to a million. Sad. Sad Sorry, attempt. guys, I tried to help you no, here, but I'm obviously sorry. it's like, like no, I said, <laughs> you didn't break someone out of prison. You didn't break a whole other bunch of people out of prison. Okay, you not feared the way they were. You didn't have the name Bonnie and Clyde, guys. I didn't even know Clyde their surnames till I did this research. That's how epic they were because we on first names. You know, how so you're telling you me you be- hand a note, they give you three thousand six hundred, and then you leave that bank. Yeah, like mm. you gone, you done. That's that's all you wanted from that. <laughs> A whole 3,000. Like, not even, in even like 5 or 10. Yeah, no. A whole 3,600. <laughs> <sighs> I really tried I'm to stick up for you guys, but from the names I heard that it wasn't going well here. Yeah, Emmanuel um, and Cara Williams, you tried and you failed. You plummeted, hit rock bottom. And guess what? You're sitting in prison. Didn't even get your epic finale. So I'm just saying. I'm just 
saying. I'm just saying. If you're gonna do it, do it right. Bonnie Parker. Clyde Barrow. Exactly! Bonnie and Clyde, the star-crossed lovers who did it all. Emmanuel Williams. <laughs> Cara Williams. Who are sitting <laughs> in prison. They sound like high school teachers. Okay, guys. High school teachers! <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you. Apparently, I think the wife used to work for the bank. Oh, you actually even stole from the people who employed you. That's not very grateful. It's not. It's not very grateful. And then you used a note. Oh no! <laughs> I have a gun. Hmm. At least make it epic. The only time a note was ever epic was DB Cooper. Yes, that's the because only time. Because he was hijacking a plane. Yes. An aeroplane. And you was didn't never even found. take hostages. Disgrace. Bottom tier criminal. Can I just say, whoever's trying to rob a bank, please don't take hostages. Please don't rob oh, a yeah, bank. Please don't rob <laughs> banks. Don't take hostages. Uh, FBI, don't come after us. We're not trying to say people should rob banks. Even if they did rob banks, I think you'd lose the proof or the stuff. Yeah, it probably... Oh, there was a flood in the storage room. Really? Your storage room is the only storage room that ever gets flooded or burned down. <laughs> Actually. That is very sad. Actually. So, yes, Bonnie and Clyde. We didn't yes. find a modern day Bonnie and Clyde. Nope. Though. And honestly, I don't think there will ever be one because you can't do what they did now. Yeah. There's too many cameras and, and if security. You did. Yeah, shame. If you can pull this off now. Can I have lessons? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, shame. You can't. And it's just the aesthetic of those car chases. Yeah. The, like, oh, and they can't be faster than the cop in this cars. generation. <laughs> <laughs> but for another week. Yes. FBI don't come after us. No mourners. No funerals. <laughs> Active FM. Radio has never been better. <laughs> Join the Active FM show, well then catch us on Instagram at Active FM 777. Twitter and Gab at Active FM, Facebook at Active FM forward slash 777, as well as YouTube at Active FM and our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop, don't hesitate, find, follow